One semester of law school. One semester of criminal justice. Two experts. I'm Kristen Caruso. I'm Brandy Pond. Let's go to court. On this episode, I'll be talking about cyclists. Mm. That's a hard word to say. Cyclists. Yeah. Right off the top. Oh my gosh, folks. This episode might sound weird. It's going to sound weird. I feel like it sounds weird right now. I totally agree. I hear an echo right now. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Here's the deal, folks. Mm-hmm. We're having technical difficulties today. We were forced to move out of the sex dungeon. Uh, okay. This could be someone's first episode, ma'am. That's just what we call the recording studio in my house. Why do we call it a sex dungeon? Because Brandy has sex in it every week. That's right. Um, no. Anyway, there was a weird buzz Weird in there. buzz. We couldn't figure it out. Norm tried everything. And so we had to relocate to the dining room table. So we are not with our sound absorbing blankets Mm-mm. so uh yeah this is what we sound like today sorry sorry but it also, it's better than a buzz also this does this feels like this feels like old school lgtc yes because for forever we recorded at my dining room table yep. yeah you on one end me yeah. on the other like a fancy couple that's right in the middle ages yes one long table between us Nothing but a turkey leg in That's both hands. Right. <laughs> All right. Double fist and turkey legs. That's Arias. enough. That's enough. Although it is charming, isn't it? Yeah. And I bet you're like, my God, I'd like to be charmed some more. Oh. You know how you can be charmed how? some more? By going over to our Patreon. Oh, sure. We've got so many bonus episodes over there. Oh, my God. It's disgusting, really. So Revolting. many bonus how many, episodes. And you just, you listen yeah. and you listen and you listen. Yeah. Um, for as low as five dollars. That's right. Okay, and there's more stuff if you want more stuff, but you have to pay for it, bitch. Okay, so get out of here. <laughs> All right. I hate to be I hate to be rude about it. This is also like our first. Well, kind of. It's kind ish. of because well, we recorded we pre-recorded the, our first episode back. So this really is kind of our first episode back mm-hmm. from break. Mm-hmm. When I say back, different like that, people know what it means. Yeah. 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 Um. How you doing? Um, okay. Should we talk about what happened? What happened? The live show. Oh, S- yes. Plural. Okay, everyone. We, we <laughs> you, are... You blew our fucking minds is what you did. Yeah. So we announced our live show, tickets yeah. for our live show. This is the first live show we've done on our own. Yeah. And... Obviously, you have no idea how tickets are going to sell, whatever. Well, they sold out in like you half an hour. You sold that shit out in an hour. In Our an hour. patrons did that. Yeah, patrons only. Regular Holy folks shit. didn't even get a chance to buy the Un- tickets. fucking believable So you know what we did? We added another day. And you know what you all fucking did? Sold it sold out. Sold it out, like in minutes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. What an unbelievable, amazing response. Thank you. And we are preparing for you a very mediocre show. That's right. (laughs) 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 No, it'll be the best live show. Okay, the best live show we've done. I'm not comparing to other live shows. All right, yeah, that's fine. I mean, the bar is pretty low. Last time we did a live show, I didn't get through my case. That's true. So, (laughs) I mean, if you get through your case, Brandy. There we go. The best live show we've ever done. <laughs> I might have to sabotage you. I, I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can talk pretty fast, so. Mm. <laughs> should we do an ad? We should. Doodaloo. Kristen. 
Yes, Brandy. It's February. Do you know what that means? I think I do, but go on. February is the month of love. Oh. And there's nothing I love more than a comfortable bra. Is that where you thought I was going? Well, I just feel sad for your husband and children. <laughs> that sucks for them. But hey, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft it feels like a second skin. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's so next level comfortable. You'll forget that you're even wearing it. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash LGTC. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash LGTC. Chris, you know that feeling when you uh, get home from a long day and immediately want to take off your bra? I do know that feeling. With Honey Love, you'll never experience that again. Their bras are so comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing them. Okay, I do love that. The main thing for me is like, sometimes when you get a really comfortable bra, it's hideous. Yeah. Not the case with Honey Love. These are very cute. Like, you will feel good and you will look good. Absolutely. Mm. Treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash LGTC. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash LGTC. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Ooh. Mm-mm. Do you know anything? I think I do. This seems like a case you would know. It's one I have. It's a, a fairly recent one, right? Oh, yeah. It's one I followed a little bit. I don't know a ton about it, though. I hate it. I know a couple of things. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Shout outs to an episode of 48 Hours. Excellent. I will not be telling the title because it gives too much away. Perfect. Um, also, an an amazing article from The New Yorker by Ian Parker. Why is your face like that? I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Wow. How long have we been doing Got this? <laughs> years, years. Years. Uh-huh. Yes. My God. Okay. Sorry, Ian Parker from The New Yorker. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, also, I won't be reading that. Title, sure, we got it. Okay, you get it, you got it. All right, I'd like to start with a disclaimer. This case annoys me greatly. Okay, that's a new disclaimer. No, I've said it sometimes. Not as like a disclaimer like that No, yeah, I just, you know, I just feel like people need to know. Okay. And so then this will be the episode where we've got a weird echo. Yeah. It'll feel like you're listening from 2019. Yes, and, um, yeah, I'm annoyed with the case. Great. Okay, here we go. Great. Um, Good to be back, folks. <laughs> <laughs> also, like six people in the Discord suggested this case, and I ignored every last one of them. Okay. And then a couple weeks ago, when I was watching Taylor Swift's boyfriend play football, my friends Kate and Tim suggested this case directly to my face. And what were you supposed to do? Exactly. Yeah. You were left with no choice. Here it is. (laughs) Kate and Tim and everybody else. (laughs) Let's start the story with the person who is not a raging douchebag, shall we? Okay, absolutely. Anna Mariah Wilson. She went by Mo. Mm -hmm. Okay, so absolutely beautiful. Think Kate Middleton. Sure. 
long, healthy brown hair, yeah. classic mm. beauty. Mm. What? Weird. It sounds like you could be describing me, but you've chosen not to. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You think Kate Middleton walks around in jeans? Huh? Well, actually, yeah, she does. She She's, does. Yeah, she, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. I am describing you and Kate Middleton. Good friends. Also, Mo was very outdoorsy. Okay, that's where the yeah, comparison right. ends. Because yeah. Kate's also kind of outdoorsy. I don't think. Yes, Kate. she is. She, what? She's sporty. Okay, I was sporty spice growing up. That's so. not the same thing, ma'am. I'm sorry. I played sports. Yeah. Okay. What happened? Do you, what? I mean, I'm an adult. They don't have. I don't. I don't think there's a basketball team in need of me. You know what I do? <laughs> hey, kids. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She grew up in northern Vermont, right by Kingdom Trails, Mm. which is made up of trails. Sure. And it's home to a ton of skiing and mountain biking. Mm. Did she ski? Did she ski? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Here's how much she skied. She went to school for it. She went to ski school? Yes. Did you know that was a thing? Well, I know that people take like ski lessons yeah. when they first start skiing. Yeah, we all yeah. know that. We've all seen I the didn't movies. Know ski school was a thing. Yes, it's a thing. She attended Burke Mountain Academy, which is a college prep school where you ski all the time and do algebra sometimes. I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, that, I, that's amazing to me. Yeah. Have you ever been skiing? No. I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's for me either. It seems terrifying. It looks very scary, and I don't particularly like to be cold, so... Oh, you would hate it. All right, never mind. (laughs) I do... What? I do think the outfits are cool, though. Well, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and like those ski goggles, man. You know what I would love? I fucking love a pair of those. You and I... Go on a ski vacation, get a photo oh, in the sure. full get up, and Never then don't ski. ski. Exactly. I would ride the gondola thing. Yeah, Is that what it's absolutely. called? Yeah, yeah. gondola. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to. So I like the gondola because the gondola is like enclosed things, or you can ride the, oh, ski, the lift ski lift where you just fall off and die. I'd prefer the gondola. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Very good. I'm glad we've discussed this. I just saw this TikTok of these two people. They, they, were not skiers. They were just okay. at a ski resort and they wanted to ride the lift. Uh-huh. And so they rode the gondola up, but then they wanted to ride the lift down so they, they could experience both. I thought you were supposed to... Okay. You can, I think you can. Oh, okay. But okay. there was nobody giving instructions at the lift. Oh, no. So they didn't know they were supposed to close the bar down over them. Well, have they ever been to a Six Flags? I mean, sorry, I'm victim blaming. They're and okay, so right? They're, yes, they are totally okay, okay. fine. But literally, they it's a woman. She's TikToking the whole thing. Like, she's recording the whole thing. Oh, God. And she's like... Oh my god, we're gonna fall! We're gonna fall! And she's like holding on, like her husband starts holding on to her, and she's like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Yeah, don't touch me! You and can't use my body." Like, this as was supposed a to come drum. down. This was supposed to come down. And she like reaches up to the bar, and it starts to come down. And they like get it to pull down. They're like, "Oh, you have to pull it down!" Like they were like halfway down already. That's terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> But also, I am surprised that there's no one there to like, save there no people one there? Exactly. from themselves. Yes, somebody should be, and there's probably a sign if I, we're being. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm there's, sure a there's a sign. Yeah, and I'm sure that maybe when you're doing something that's already as dangerous as skiing, it's like, hey, hey yeah, you know, if you can't yeah. handle this part, you, you probably the lift. Probably yeah. stay <laughs> off the slope. <laughs> I feel like that should be on a T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Mo was an incredible skier, and that's partly because it was in her blood. Oh. Her dad, Eric, had been on the U.S. ski team. Oh, shit. Her aunt was a two-time Olympic Nordic ski what racer. What the fuck? I hate that I said aunt like a Midwesterner. Her aunt mm. did it. <laughs> Am I classier yet? So much Already. classier. Okay. Mo wanted to make the Olympic ski team, but unfortunately, she had some knee injuries. And, you know, yeah. I don't know. Once you do a couple of that, it's like, well, yeah, this isn't worth it. Right. So. <laughs> But she was still an athlete. So when she stopped skiing, in order to rehab her injuries, she began cycling. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a common a common rehabilitative mm. method. You are so smart. Thank you. You think that because you put those glasses on. <laughs> but it is a rehabilitative <laughs> method. method. And we approve of it greatly. Uh, she was really good at cycling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Brandy, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, the woman was beautiful. She was athletic. I sure hope she was dumb as a rock. Otherwise, I'll start to feel bad about myself. No, she was super smart, right? Yeah. yeah. Good she, for her. She went to Dartmouth and she graduated oh, with an engineering degree. Oh, my. An engineering degree from an Ivy League school? I'm afraid so. Shit. I, calm down. It's right. not as good as a communications degree from Simmons <laughs> University. All right. I mean, don't forget. But yeah, we're happy for yeah. her nonetheless. So after Mo graduated from Dartmouth, she moved to San Francisco, where she set out to become a professional cyclist. She got a job at a bike manufacturer, and it didn't take long for Mo to make a name for herself in the world of cycling. Pretty soon, she was either winning her races or placing second. Wow. A journalist who was interviewed for 48 Hours said, She had the potential to be one of the best racers, definitely in the country and probably in the world. Wow. I have to say, I like ski outfits way more than I like cycling outfits. What do you have against cycling outfits? They're so tight. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's... Show it off, baby. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you would look wonderful in a cycling Well, movie. I don't know I about don't that. I think it's for me. <laughs> you are so hateful to yourself. <laughs> My God. I don't know that they cut those things with enough room in the caboose for me. <laughs> also, how am I balancing this thing on a bicycle seat? <laughs> you know, okay, that's funny you should mention that. When was the last time you went on a bike ride? It's been a long time. Yeah. But, not, but I've been on one as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. A bike can handle your ass. I mean, it gets pretty far up there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be pulled off yeah, of the it. The bicycle has to be removed from me at the end. Does it help to just go ahead and lube up that seat That's right. Good? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, I do have to pause. God, we're already tangent, <laughs> tangent city. city. So, okay, our live shows are happening in Kansas City. Yeah. And some people have been like, hey, do you have recommendations on like what to do while we're in town, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Kyla pointed out to me, <laughs> she's like, you know, if you wanted, we could do like a map of Kansas City with like important places to the podcast mm -hmm. because we were talking about how the new Ferris wheel in oh, town, yeah. which is like really big yeah cool it's cool thing. yeah um that is right by where kyla and i witnessed the cooter collision the cooter collision, the cooter collision of, of 2020, 2020. <laughs> that's right now for those who don't remember <laughs> 
my sister and I, it was COVID time. So it was like, yeah. you know, we couldn't really hang out at each other's houses. So we would go for these runs. And on our runs, we would sometimes see people who were doing just the same thing. And it was always kind of cool because yeah. you'd see people getting together for like a run or yeah. a walk. And you know it was bicycle ride yeah so and every now and then you'd see like some people who clearly like they're getting into it for the first time in a long time yes exactly and they're with their friend who's been biking for years and they're just happy to have someone with them okay so we saw this man and woman on bikes and okay if you've been on a bike recently or you're used to it you know that when you're on a bike and you get off the curb you have to lift your vagina off yeah. that seat. You can't yeah. just hang, have it there. No. It's going to get real banged up. Yeah. Okay, well, this woman, you know, it'd been a while since she'd been on a bike. So she gets to, <laughs> she goes down, first wheel gets off the curb, then the second one, and the sound she made as her vagina swallowed that bike seat yeah. was and kyla and i we we were heroes that day yeah because you didn't laugh well of course we laughed but we like we waited Uh uh-huh you know yeah you were polite enough not to laugh in front of the poor woman who had suffered the cooter collision that's right and that's also thank you for bringing that up that's how polite we were we talked about with the family and my dad dubbed it the cooter collision your dad coined the term cooter collision i'm afraid so i did not know that portion of well the story. you're welcome <laughs> all right so anybody if you're coming to kansas city you Go see to the, the ferris, big ferris wheel, wheel that's you the sign of like, the cooter collision of I, 2020 i don't think anyone's put a plaque up for that cooter collision but they really should it was a big moment for all of it us was. i think it was so Mo was part of the cycling community, and I'm sure she met some really nice people. Mm-hmm. But she also met a guy named Colin Strickland. Okay. We see not a nice person. I mean, here's the thing. He, whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all the, right. The 48 Hours episode <laughs> just like they they presented it kind of without judgment. They, yeah. They let some footage of him roll and i just didn't much care for it yeah i'll tell you colin was 35 mm-hmm. mo was 25 mm, so all right yeah okay check mark number one yeah so colin was a big deal in the cycling community and what do you do when you're an older established dude who has made a name for yourself in your industry what you might you- help out a new person in the on the scene yeah yeah or you maybe kind of sort of date all the younger, oh, less established okay. women. Yeah. Love that. And maybe you don't treat them great. Yeah, cool. Okay, so for example, a woman named Amity Rockwell was 22 mm-hmm. when she met Colin, and he offered her a spot on his team, which I think the teams are like three people. So this is a big deal. Yeah. And she was really excited. She was kind of just starting to make a name for herself in cycling, and she really needed a boost. Like, she was a barista at the time, so okay. she hadn't quit her day job. Yeah. So she agreed that she'd join his team, and in exchange, she'd get free equipment, some travel money, you know. Yeah. Turned out to not be such a great deal. They ended up hooking up, and, you know, at the time, she didn't see it as problematic, but now looking back, she's like, yeah, there was a power imbalance Mm -hmm. there. 
And also, he wasn't that great. He was manipulative. He tended to boost himself up and belittle other people. And um, here's a cute story. Are you ready for a real cute oh, story? Yeah. yeah, you're going to love it. Okay. I guess Amity felt really good about how she did racing uphill. She felt like she was what they call a climber. But Colin told her that she was, quote, nowhere near skinny enough to think of herself as a climber. Great. Neat. Yeah, adorable. Super cool. So sweet. Yeah. Okay, so this New Yorker article was like a fascinating deep dive into this world of gravel racing mm-hmm. and Colin's role in the world. So basically, gravel racing is a relatively new thing. It's kind of an American thing. And the good thing for people like Colin was that, you know, even if you weren't necessarily the best cyclist in the world, if you're pretty good, and I shouldn't say pretty good, he was very good at a sport that wasn't that popular. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he very quickly got some wins, made a name for himself, and he got sponsors, made really good money. And he became like a very specific type of famous. Yeah. In fact, some folks called him the king of gravel. Okay. Pretty cool, huh? Sure. That's wetness you're feeling. Okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Kristen. Well, you're the one who got wet I on our did podcast. Not. My God. There's there's a tissue right okay. there. Please. I am not proud to tell you that a bike equipment company made a 19-minute video about Colin, and I watched every minute of it. How was it? It was terrible. (laughs) It was terrible. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, let me set the scene. Okay. Starts with him plugging in his electric guitar. Sure. Then we see him strumming, and the camera, I thought focused weirdly on his crotch i mean i know that's where the guitar is but like could we see a face in this this feels a little weird then we see shots of him biking or cycling excuse me there was no cooter collision cycling (laughs) Cycling. calves rippling yeah then we see him sit on his couch he's got kind of an artsy looking place Mm -hmm. he's wearing a red bull hat because hashtag sponsored and this is how he introduced himself. This is the one snippet that they played in 48 Hours that I was instantly like, no, thank you. <laughs> he just sits. He, I mean, it seems innocent enough. Yeah. He's, you know, there on the couch. He goes, my name is Colin Strickland. I'm a bicycle racer and a general entertainer. General entertainer. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. General entertainer. General entertainer. Then we see him rev up his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we see him walk to a full-length mirror and jerk off to himself. Okay. I'm just, I, I did make that last part okay. up. Okay. The motorcycle was real, uh-huh. you know. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I just am not, you know. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll get it together. All right. He talked about living in Austin, Texas. That's where he grew up, mm-hmm. where he lived. You know, goes on the bike ride, stops at what he refers to as a makeout spot. Oh. I think that's a cool thing to say when you're in your mid-30s. 35? Yeah. yeah. Who's... Okay. No, please, please. Who's going to makeout spots at 35? I... Exactly. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. What the fuck? I, he said it in like a cutesy, adorable way, but no. I was not... Mm-mm. no. Unlike you, I was very dry. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm not kink shaming you. 
age 12 years watching that video. Okay, you know how sometimes people are like, I I do the like, you know, double speed on stuff to get through it. I'm never one of those people. You just suffer through for the entire time. No, normally. You couldn't on this one, though. I I had to double it up. And even then, it felt like it was just forever. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, maybe I'm being rude. Did you you feel like you you gathered a lot of information from that 19-minute video? No, and I think that's part of the problem. It's like... All right, I'm sitting down for 19, 19 minutes. 19 minutes. I better fucking get some decent information How off of this thing. How long can I watch a man fumble with a Fender guitar? Yeah. <laughs> right? Anyway, it was designed to kind of show who he was, not yeah. just as a cyclist, but as a person. Sure. I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but like the video was well done. All right, so whoever okay. did that video, it's not you that's the problem. Okay. But it's also not me that's the problem. <laughs> So the interesting thing about that is you're supposed to learn about him as a person. But if you're watching that video, I think you would assume he was single. There's no mention of anyone else in his life. But the truth was he'd been dating a woman named Caitlin Armstrong for like almost three years. Mm -hmm. Lance Armstrong's sister, actually. No. Sorry. I almost made that same joke. Oh. I guess we're both hilarious. hilarious. General uh, entertainers, I yes, would say. Yes. <laughs> mm. They also showed footage of him doing like a pour over coffee. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. You get it? I do get yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We all do. Okay, so Caitlin was a yoga instructor and a real estate agent. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Like, the longest reddish blonde hair you ever did see yeah and i mean like yoga yeah yoga 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 Mm -hmm. um she was also very good with money oh all right extremely good with money so she and colin lived together in austin texas they owned an investment property together and they had started a business together restoring vintage trailers oh shit okay Mm -hmm. oh and then like selling them I would hope so. Otherwise, that's a bad business. Like, okay. All right. Sorry. What, what? I don't know. I was going to ask more details, but why the Please. fuck? Why, why, what do I want to know for? Go ahead. Go like ahead. campers? Um, These didn't look like campers. Okay. On like well, homes? Well, no. Like maybe mobile they were. homes? You know what? Stop asking questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting to the video part where I was on double speed. Oh, okay. Great. Okay? All right. And maybe I had another tab open maybe. because I was so done with yes. the thing. All right. So... That all seems pretty serious to me. I yeah. live with you. I've got a business with you. Um, but according to Colin, their relationship was on again, off again, very tumultuous. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. A cyclist named Chris Tolley was interviewed on 48 Hours and interviewed for the New Yorker piece. And he talked about Colin's relationship with women, saying, I think a lot of girls felt burned by him. They think it's going to be something and then it's not. Dating one girl after another, not necessarily giving them all the information. He said that Caitlin was very in love with Colin. It was clear she wanted him to be the one. Mm-hmm. I also feel the need to tell you that Chris showed up to his interview with 48 Hours wearing um, a sleeveless, necklace tank top. Okay. You're handling this really well. Sleeve. I'm trying to picture it, It's honestly. a tank. Okay, so okay. tank top. 
Uh-huh. But like you know how a tank top might have more of it a has neck. Like a, it's, a, it's like it's been ripped off. Oh, okay. So we got like a raw edge. Yeah, happening. raw edges okay. everywhere. All right. This is like my, I have some, some suspicions about that. What? Well, that shirt was once a t-shirt, and he wanted it to be a tank top. Sure. I mean, <laughs> sure. Um, my question, <laughs> sir, you're on forty-eight hours. <laughs> Okay. To how, talk about how buff is he? Well, he looks great. Yes, exactly. He looks great, but you he, know what? You can, this is his opportunity to be on TV. You think he's not going to show off his figure? I mean, I feel like you can show off your figure. <laughs> like there are other ways to do it. <laughs> you know, maybe if, maybe just a polo. <laughs> Although he does not. He's not, he's a, not polo a polo guy. guy. I would say even maybe just just a, a tank top that you purchased. That way right. would have been a step that has, you know, a finished hem around the neck and okay. the armholes. Right. I'm sorry. I hate to sound like a boomer. Uh-huh. But to me, this... Uh, you oh. know what I'm about to say. Oh. You know what I'm about to okay. say. Okay. This... Disrespectful to show up for a television interview with no sleeves on? Is oh. that what you're saying? Oh, well, I'll also that. Oh, okay. <laughs> My other boomer thought was this, to me, mm-hmm. looks like something... He, that's made to look like you did it yourself, but maybe you went into oh. a a store in Austin mm. and paid eighty dollars for Probably. a shitty looking tank top. Yeah, God, I, how old am I? You're old, Chris. Um, and <laughs> also, yeah, you're on forty eight hours to talk about hello, a murder. Yeah, have and some you, fucking respect. Put some fucking sleeves on. Can you imagine showing? <laughs> you show up. You're the correspondent. This dude's in a tank top. You're like, um. So we're gonna get started in a minute. Do you want? Did you have something uh, you were gonna uh, change? Did you forget we had the interview today, into, Chris? <laughs> we'd even do a zip up hoodie uh, what, uh, you what know. we got you a nice like 48 hours branded yeah up. you want to <laughs> throw one of those <laughs> anyway i wish you'd get over it because this is not the point of the story it's, which is worse what showing up to 48 hours in a raw edge tank mm-hmm. top mm-hmm. or showing up to testify in court oh. in a hoodie hmm <laughs> I'm glad you've asked me this question. Okay, so I can't remember the guy in the zip-up hoodie. Wasn't it? Was he an expert witness? Or? He was a witness. I don't remember if he was an expert witness. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not his fault that his nipples. That that is a story you have made up about this man. <laughs> we do not know that. The facts that we have today are that he was testifying in a court of law yes. in a zip-up hoodie. <laughs> Frankly, I hate all of it. Okay. Okay, so I can't... Ch- well, equal. no, no, you know what? Court of law. The hoodie in court is worse yes. than the 48 hours in the raw edge. I hate them top. both. I okay. can't begin to tell you how but much... The, but the, the hoodie just edges it out just slightly for you. Because it's in a court of law. Okay, all right. Because I... Let me tell you. If a witness showed up in court... Yeah. In a ripped up tank top. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, ma'am. I would judge Judy them. Yeah. That is not a court dress, madam. <laughs> okay, so anyway, at, now we, we get the, okay, you know, yeah, okay. We've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the tank top. I mean like oh, okay. Colin's relationship with women. Yes. It's not great. 
I'm glad you said his name again because I was in my head his name was Chris. So that was a uh, tank top guy. <laughs> oh, tank top guy's Chris. Yeah, who's not okay. a bad guy. I should just He's say fine. I just okay. don't approve. Okay, and, you know he didn't ask me. <laughs> I should mention that I am wearing a sweatsuit from Sam's Club right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't going to be the one to point it out. <laughs> Also, though, 48 hours isn't here. That's true. Okay. That is true. All right. And no one can see us, so. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you've shown up pantsless today. Absolutely not. I am dressed head to toe. A cycling uh, <laughs> number up top, nothing on the bottom. You fucking wish. <laughs> no. So at some point in the fall of 2021, Mo became single. And she visited some friends in Austin, Texas. Okay, so this was just two days after Colin and Caitlin incorporated their business renovating trailers. Mm -hmm. Mobile homes, RVs, we don't have the time. We don't know. I did watch a 19-minute video. I didn't pay enough attention. I apologize to everyone. Anyway, Colin showed up to a big cycling event with Mo. And, of course, word got back to Caitlin because he's like looking kind of chummy showed up with Mo Mm -hmm. and yada 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 Mo got a phone call from an unknown number and she answered it and the person on the other end of the line said stay away from Colin okay so yeah I'm the look on your face I think describes what Mo was feeling because Mo was like well that's That's weird weird because you know she wasn't doing anything wrong yeah as Colin would later put it He and Caitlin were on a break, and she was just very jealous. My personal opinion is that it sure as hell seems like Mo and Caitlin and whoever the hell else were getting jerked around. Yeah. Anyway, cycling seems like a pretty small community, so even though Mo and Colin didn't live near each other, they did see each other from time to time. Yeah. In fact, at one point, they were both guests at a biking event in Arkansas, And at the end of that weekend, Mo messaged Colin, and here's what she said. Hey, so uh, this weekend was strange for me, and I just want to know what's going on. If you just want to be friends, seems to be the case, then that's cool, but I'd like to talk about it because honestly, my mind has been going in circles, and I don't know what to think. Okay. And he responded, hey, Mo. I feel very shitty for putting you in a position where you don't feel comfortable. Okay. So that cleared things up. No. Yeah, so to me, this just sounds like he would pursue her if she was there. Probably tell her whatever she wanted to hear. Yep. But then he also wants to be able to go back to Caitlin or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then came May of 2022. Mo came out to Austin to prepare for the Gravel Locos bike race, and she was favored to win it. She had so much going for her. By this point, she decided she was going to quit her job and pursue a professional racing career more seriously. Oh, wow. Not that it wasn't serious already, but like when you can quit your job, that's a pretty big deal. For sure. When Mo arrived in Austin, she stayed at her friend Caitlin Cash's apartment. Oh. Isn't that the coolest last That's name? That's a very cool name. Mm-hmm. When I even they... like the Caitlin with it. I think you got the alliteration. It's oh, good. What's it's not good to name. love? Yeah. I don't love it because there are two Caitlins in this story Which is now. confusing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like it better than the tank top, but you know, no one <laughs> yeah. asked for a ranking. 
They did that thing when they first saw each other. Uh-huh. Slow, Slow motion running. Yeah. 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 Everybody loves that yeah. bit. Um, but, you know, obviously they didn't spend every second together. Mo spent some of her time with Colin. And on May 11th, 2022, Caitlin Cash came home at around 10 p.m. And she found Mo on the bathroom floor covered in blood. Oh, my gosh. Caitlin obviously called 911. She tried to perform CPR, but it was too late. An autopsy would later determine that Mo had been shot three times. Oh, my gosh. Her killer shot her twice and then stood over her and shot her a final time in the chest. Oh, my gosh. This was obviously horribly shocking. Investigators arrived on the scene and, you know, they did find something a little strange. Nothing in the apartment appeared to have been stolen. The apartment didn't even appear to have been broken into. But Moe's bike was in the bushes. Yeah, that's not how a professional cyclist no. stores their equipment. No, they're very expensive yes. bike. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's how a 10-year-old kid who rides home just in time for dinner stores their yeah, bicycle. And they're going to get in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> because that's not what you do with any no. bike. So someone had shot her multiple times and then tossed her bike in the bushes. And the reasons for doing that were very unclear. Yeah. Investigators began piecing together Moe's final day. And, of course, they discovered that she'd been hanging out with Colin Strickland. Mm -hmm. So they talked to Colin. And, you know, he was forthcoming. He told them that he'd come over to the apartment, picked Moe up on his motorcycle, taken her to a pool where they went swimming. And afterward, they went out for burgers. I'm glad he clarified what they did at the pool, because I was wondering. That's enough. (laughs) That's enough. Some people just hang out by the pool, not these two. Okay, 48 Hours referred to this pool as a famous old outdoor pool. Okay. And I was like, well, first of all, most pools are outdoors. Outdoor. So like, yeah, how, sure. how okay. is that? It's so a weird designation. Right. So then I went on Wikipedia. <laughs> how famous is it? It has its own Wikipedia page. What the fuck's up with this pool? I don't really know. I didn't read the whole page. Okay. It's, but I was more like, huh, so this is, is a thing. It's been around big. for a very long time. Okay. It's called the Deep Eddy Pool. Have you heard of this? No. No, exactly. People from Austin, reach out. And <laughs> obviously, be more concise than the Wikipedia page, because I, I don't care that much, but we I do might, care a little. One to two sentences, Yeah, please. yeah. <laughs> so these investigators, they listen to Colin's story, and they're like, mm, okay, so you went on a date. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not a date. I have a girlfriend. Colin did mention that his girlfriend had a tendency to get jealous. He said that, for example, he kept Mo in his phone under an alias. Mm -hmm. It's not because he was a dirtbag brandy. It's because his girlfriend was Cocoa Bananas. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Would you like to hear a fun fact? I would love to. When Colin dropped Mo off at the apartment that night, he sent a text to his girlfriend, Caitlin. It read, hey, are you out? I went to drop some flowers for Allison at her son's house up north, and my phone died. Heading home. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not right. Yeah. Left out the part about spending time with Mo, though. It slipped his mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Would you like to hear another fun fact? Love to. 
Colin told the investigators that he'd purchased handguns for himself and for Caitlin for protection. Okay. What? Okay. I mean, it's Texas, I guess. Sure. Fuck. Sure. <laughs> sure. What were they needing protection from? Was there something that something that spurred this purchase? I don't know. It's Biden's America. You tell me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, who knows? I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, you want to own a gun? Fine. Um, but I I feel weird about having it both ways. Like you've got this girlfriend who you're saying is like super jealous mm-hmm. and kind of unstable, and you're arming her. Yeah, I I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, but all right. Okay. And on that note, I think we should break for an ad. Oh. Doodaloo. Brandy, Lumi is back again. Woo! How much do we love Lumi? We love Lumi. Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and everywhere else we get odor. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got more than 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. Make the switch to Lumi, and this year will be all about head-to-toe confidence. Brandy, where do you put Lumi? Let me tell you where I put Lumi. I have got the stick Mm -hmm. in the lavender sage scent, and I rub that stick (laughs) right under my butt cheeks. Mm -mm -mm. And man, does it work. The reviews are in. It works, folks. (laughs) Yeah, I use it under my boobs. Yeah. Helps with that sweat. Yeah. We love Lumi. Love it. Check them out. Absolutely. Beep, 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 beep. This just in special offer from Lumi. (laughs) (laughs) As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. That's over 40% off their starter pack too. Use code LGTC for 15% off your first purchase at LumiDeodorant.com. That's code LGTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Mmm. Doodaloo, and we're back from the ad. Okay, so, so far, you're listening to the story, you're like, all right, maybe not the toughest crime to solve. Right. Caitlin was jealous, she owned a gun, her boyfriend had just gone on, I'm sorry, I'm going to call it a date. Yeah. uh, With another woman. Yes. A neighbor's security camera showed that a minute after Colin dropped Mo off at her friend's apartment, a black Jeep drove by. Does Caitlin have a black Jeep? You're getting slightly ahead, oh, okay. so, so how sorry. about you keep your pants on, okay. okay? All right. Does Lance Armstrong's sister have a black Jeep? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see the license plate because of the bike rack. Oh, all right. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and the big sticker on the uh-huh. bag that talked about gravel, the gravel yeah, king. It says, This is Caitlin's Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the investigators were like, uh, didn't we see a vehicle just like that in Collins' driveway? Oh, did we? Yeah, they had. Uh, the Jeep was registered to Caitlin Armstrong. Oh. Hold for applause and yeah. a gas. Shock. I yeah. know. Hold yep. for shock. <laughs> so they needed to talk to Caitlin. Yeah. And they got really lucky because, as it turned out, there was already a warrant out for her arrest. For what? <laughs> okay. 
I want you to take a guess. It's and it's not a major crime, nothing, nothing violent, but okay. it is hilarious to me. It's hilarious to you. I think so. Yes, I I think of all the reasons to have a warrant out for your arrest. Okay. This is a good one. Um, um, she has unpaid parking tickets. What is hilarious about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds hilarious to me. Okay, let me tell you the story. Okay, <laughs> a few years earlier, Caitlin had gone to a spa gotten a whole <gasps> mess of botox oh she service theft she walked out without paying walked out because <gasps> you've already done the service you can't suck the botox back out of her head it's the perfect crime don't you agree <laughs> yeah it's like an art heist we should okay. all be oh. <laughs> have you ever had someone thieve your services i haven't actually but it is very common in the industry yeah, because I guess somebody just runs out yeah. and you're fucked. Or like, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I left my purse in the car. I'm going to run out and get my card real quick. What would you do? Okay, a new client walks in. Well, that's it would absolutely be a new client. It's not somebody that's well, yeah, yeah, regular they're... that's fucking... Right. Fucking you like that. It's not really what I meant, but that's mm-hmm. what was coming out of my mouth. Yeah, we get it. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what would you do if someone said, oh, I'm just going to run out and grab my car? I would absolutely let somebody do it. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Exactly. And then I'd watch them get in their car and drive away, and I'd be like, oh, fuck. And you're like, wait, wait. you accidentally are driving yeah, away from me. You forgot that you have to pay. It's all right. I'll all get right. you next time. Bye, Anita Hummer. Hope to see you again. Anita Hummer. Because, you know, they use they a fake, use a fake name. name. And yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay. Anyhow, um, so the police picked her up, and the interrogation did not go well. Oh, I would like to read you a few exchanges. Yeah. Detective, what were you doing yesterday? And, you know, she's trying to be all like, hey, you know, this is just casual. Yeah, real mm-hmm. cash, real cash. So, so the, what, what, were, what you, were you doing yesterday? What were you up to yesterday? And Caitlin, who's in full yoga gear. Okay, of course. great. I would like to leave, I think. Oh. Later, the detective... Is there any explanation as far as why the vehicle would be over there? Caitlin, I would like to leave now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, she's not saying the magic word. I'm sure she got there. Okay. Um, You say lawyer and just... That's not always... Poof, yeah. <laughs> you just okay. disappear from the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Caitlin wasn't talking. Uh-huh. And then... And I... I'm kind of amazed by this, but I guess they had to let her go because her birth date on the arrest warrant wasn't right. Technicality. So, so a, wasn't the technically wasn't valid. issued to her, exactly. Mm-hmm. It has the wrong birth date. It's issued to some other Caitlin Armstrong. Who's got a full face of Botox yeah. and hasn't paid a penny yeah. for it. So she was free to leave. What? David got out of paying a parking ticket once, <gasps> kind of that same way. Botox? No, paying a parking ticket. He got a parking ticket, but the police officer wrote the ticket wrong mm-hmm. and essentially ticketed David's car instead of oh. ticketing David. Oh. And so David like was going online to try and pay it and it wasn't uh-huh. registering. Yeah. And so he ca- had to call the city and be like, I'm trying to pay this parking ticket right and the lady's like okay you know give me whatever information she's looking it up and she just starts laughing uh-huh. and she goes yeah you don't have to pay it and he goes we weren't married yet and he goes yeah. 
Yeah, my fiance is going to have a lot more questions. Yeah, really. That than that. So can I have some more information, please? Yeah. And, the, and the woman goes, essentially, the officer ticketed your car instead of ticketing you. Uh-huh. And so your car is responsible for this ticket. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. And she goes, I could fix it. But it's his mistake, and I'm not going to. <gasps> I love it. Yes. You know what that means? That means David had been an absolute delight during that David, entire call. Yes, David is mm-hmm. always an absolute delight. He's like the the person. He's like the customer service master on the phone. Man. Yeah. Good. And he's like, okay, great. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay, so Caitlin's free to leave. Mm-hmm. Two days after that interview, police got a call from a friend of Caitlin's. Mm-hmm. And the friend was like, look, I have to tell you something. Caitlin was really mad about Colin's relationship with Mo. She said she wanted to kill her. Okay. And the investigators were like, oh, we get the picture. We need yeah, to arrest her. And this time we pointing need- to yeah. Caitlin. Yes. yes. So with that, they got an arrest warrant. Yeah. Was right it the birthday? right one? I sure hope so. <laughs> and bing, bang, boom. They're way too late. Caitlin's gone. She's on the run. Gone. She's She smelled the blood in the water. Is that what they say? And she took off. Is that what they say? I think that's a phrase. She smelled the blood in the water and took off. Well, I don't know if that's the full phrase. <laughs> I'm pretty sure smelled blood in the water is a yeah, phrase. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, yeah, so she got it on out of there okay. before the sharks could oh, get her. Because they smelled blood in the water. That's right. And here we are. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah, they they really needed to catch her. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Because, you know, at some point they'd gotten a hold of her cell phone records. And stop me if you heard this, but cell phones go ping. Oh. Cell towers go, go pong. pong. And we know your location all the day long. And that little cell phone put her right at Mo's friend's apartment at Actually, the time. Actually, no. <gasps> what? Yeah, they found out that on the night of Mo's murder, Caitlin's cell phone was off. Okay, well, that's about Uh the damn same. Uh, Okay, that's funny you say that. So they did something interesting on this episode of 48 Mm -hmm. Hours. They had, like, all the investigators around this table in this cool, like, warehouse thing. And one of the sassier dudes was like, in this day and age, if your phone is off and not connected to a network, you're either the victim of a crime or you're probably committing one. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So they were like, okay, let's catch this lady. Uh, you'll be relieved to hear that the Lone Star Fugitive Task Force was on the job. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So they figured she might have fled mm-hmm. uh, and probably gone to her sister Christie's home in upstate New York. Okay. By the way, Christie, beautiful. Mm. Everyone in this story is gorgeous. They all have wonderful hair. No. But quit asking about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so they skedaddled to upstate New York, and Christy was like, well, yeah, my sister was here. She stayed a couple days. Funny story. Once our visit was over, I dropped her off at the airport in Newark, and I assumed she was going to get on her flight back to Austin, but then she called later and said, oh, I decided not to fly back. I decided to drive back to Austin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, Christy was like, uh, no, I can't find my passport. Why? Why do you ask? What? What's up? Okay. Yeah. So they're like, oh, Fuck. boy. So they went to the airport. Well, they probably didn't go to the airport. Anyway, they found out uh, there hadn't been any reservations under the name Caitlin Armstrong 
leaving Newark. Okay, what about under her sister's name? Calm down. So they, okay, great. They, then they call Homeland Security. Okay. And Homeland Security is like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Christy Armstrong traveled from Newark, New Jersey to Costa Rica. Fuck. She's gone. Gone. By the way, by the time they figured all this out, it had been a month okay, since good. Caitlin went missing. Okay. So that's neat. really discouraging. Anyway, side note, Christy wants everyone to know that she did not give her sister the passport. Okay. Just like she didn't give her that tank top mm-hmm. in seventh grade, but she just okay, took it. She just all took right. it without asking. Yeah, she stretched you know, the boobs out. That's right. <laughs> the Kristen and Kyla story. <laughs> anyway. So, U.S. Marshals Amir Perez and Damian Fernandez flew down to Costa Rica to catch Caitlin. Did they have any fun? Did they go to the beach? Did they see the sights? No, this is all business, I'm okay. pretty sure. Although, I hope they had some fun. some fun. Unfortunately, they didn't have a lot to go on. Exactly. They're just blindly going into Costa Rica? Well, not super blindly. They had heard that Caitlin had been spotted and she'd been staying at hostels. Okay. Which was something, but also there's a lot of hostels. Yeah, I bet. Also, and I'm not sure how they had this information because the good people at 48 Hours did not how tell old me. Is Caitlin? She's mid-30s. What? I can't imagine staying at a hostel at my age. I'm just saying, no, zero interest. Brandy, she's on the run. No, I'm just saying that she's sounds fucking the, terrible. Okay, but she's on the run. Yeah, I get it's it. It's this or prison. I get it. Do you? She can't find a little, little bungalow to rent. She's got wow. she to stay in a hostel. Wow. Money's tight. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Anyway, they also. I'm not have, saying I feel sorry for her by any means. I know means. you're not. I know you're I'm not. Just you're saying, saying that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> not really. Oh, I think so. You want to sleep in a room with a bunch of other people? Well, I don't want to, but I think it could be kind of fun if you're in Costa Rica. You got the beach, you know, whatever. Okay. No? No, I don't think so. All right, fine. <laughs> we won't go. We'll go on the ski vacation, just yeah, get the photo of the us photo. in the outfits, yeah. and then we'll go to Costa Rica, but not stay in the hostel. Okay. That sounds great. And I don't care if we're on the run and money's tight. We're going to spend s- all of it at a Ramada. I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm saying, saying there's got to be an, another option. That allows you to feel a little more secure while you're sleeping. A little more secure? Yeah. This woman's a murderer. You That's think she, true. She She's doesn't need to be anybody. Worried. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you got dazzled by the yoga. Also, I'll tell I you need that. A private bathroom. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's not just an open air toilet. Well, no. Yeah, I know. That's where you do all your farts. So, yeah, yeah that's, that has to be, you know, very that's private. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, they had this information. Um, they had a phone number of an American guy who they were pretty sure had met up with Caitlin at some point in Costa Rica. How do they know this? I have no idea. Anyway, don't ask me any questions. So, they called him. And he answered, and they were like, hey, it's the U.S. Marshals. And the dude was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And they called again, and they're like, we are serious. Several of us are bald. We wear suits. And so then, you know, he heard that, and he's like, okay, I got to talk to him. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that pushed him over the edge. Well, you know, when when somebody's bald, you know it's serious. You sure. know, this is not just a child who's talking to me. Exactly. Well, maybe it could be a could little. Be. Well, here could we be. go. Well, anyway, they're not babies. They're real grown men. Okay. Okay. So they sent him a picture of Caitlin, and he looked at it, and he's like, yeah, that's her. Um, that's the woman I met in the yoga studio, but 
she doesn't really look like that anymore. <gasps> and she's not using that name. She had plastic surgery? She had plastic surgery to change her appearance? <laughs> and she's going by Christy? No, she's going by Beth. Oh. Where'd fuck Beth come from? What do you mean? Beth is a generic okay. white lady name. All right. You, you have no on-the-run instincts <laughs> at all. Hi, I'm Esmeralda. I'm real unique. I'm not going to cut my hair or change my appearance because I really like Here's my hair. fucking deal. I'm never going to go on the run because I follow the fucking rules. Yeah, until you break one big time. <laughs> and then you have to go on, on the, the run. run. Okay. You'll be so easy to catch. <laughs> I'm just going to stay in Johnson County. Yeah. yeah. They'll never find me. So... The picture of this Caitlyn person, mm-hmm. you know, she's got very long reddish blonde hair. I'm talking below the boobs. Okay. Mermaid hair. But Beth had shoulder length brown hair. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the investigators were like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they took off for the city where the man had met Beth. Okay. The city was Hako, and it's kind of touristy. Uh-huh. So, you know, they walk all over the place. They drive all over the place. They're pulling footage. And couldn't find her. Uh-huh. But then they got another lead. Did they go to all the yoga studios? Basically, yeah. Okay. All right. That was kind of the plan. Yeah. Um, They heard that Caitlin might be in a town called Santa Teresa. Mm-hmm. And that was great news because Santa Teresa is tiny. Okay. They called it a one-street town. Oh, sure. So... They took a ferry to Similar get Similar to a one-trick pony. Yes. <laughs> Blood in the water on your one-trick pony. In this one-horse town. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So they took a ferry to get there, and they drove through the mountains into this little speck of a place. Uh-huh. And they were and like, like, sweet! Standing there by the welcome sign was Caitlin <laughs> Armstrong. Yeah. They were like, tall white lady, yeah. we're going to find her so fast. Yeah. And they did. They did? Yeah, they went down the main road and immediately spotted a woman who looked just like her. But, oh, God damn it. It's just another skinny white lady. <laughs> a couple minutes later, oh, my God, Caitlin! Oh! It wasn't her. It wasn't her. Then it happened again. Oh, my God. And they were like, this is not funny. Oh, no. It turns out it's a really small town, but it's also very touristy. Okay. So just a shit ton of women in this town look just like Caitlin. Skinny white women as far as the yeah. eye can see. So, this was going to be a little harder than they'd initially thought. So, they had a sneaky little spy go to random yoga classes, hoping to spot Caitlin. But she didn't. Mm -hmm. No offense to her. I'm sure she, you know, was doing her best out there, downward dogging, looking for Caitlin. But, you know, what can we do? (laughs) They made all these connections. They found some people who might have met Caitlin. One of those people was this guy, Greg Haber. He owns a restaurant, and he said that one day a woman who looked a hell of a lot like Caitlin came in and introduced herself. I actually don't know if he told this to investigators at the time or if he's since come out with this yeah. story. But anyway, I, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. So she said her name was Ari, and she was new in town. Mm. She was a yoga instructor. Okay. So he's like, okay, cool, nice to meet you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Then one day, Greg was on the beach. He walked his dog every night at sunset. Isn't that nice? Sounds That's wonderful. Uh, and he saw Ari and he said hi. And he noticed that she had a bandage on her face. Mm. And he's like, oh, hey, what happened? 
She's like, ah, no, 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 no. You're way off. A surfboard hit her in the face. Right. Oh, sure. So he didn't think anything of it. You know, it's a beach town. This happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. Also, it's a nose job town. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's made up. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And Ari hadn't been around for a while. Mm. Weird. Weird. So the investigators were like, okay, we are fucked. So they came up with kind of a bottom of the barrel idea. They got on Facebook and they were like, hey, everyone, uh, we're at this hostel. We're looking for a yoga instructor ASAP. Just got to get our yoga in. It's kind of a yoga emergency. We're definitely not um, no, investigators. Not set up yeah, in this any is way. just like just tourists needing some yeah. yoga. Jones in for some Please yoga. call me. We're especially interested in yoga instructors named Caitlin or Beth or Ari <laughs> or what you, you know. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work. Okay. Sorry. Dang. So the U.S. Marshals sipped one last pina colada and went back to San Jose, and they planned to head home from there. But then, when they were in San Jose, they finally got a hit on that Facebook post. They did? Yeah. A woman said she was a yoga instructor, and she wanted them to meet her at a hostel. Yeah. So they were like, holy shit, and they skedaddled back. Yeah, get the fuck on a plane. Get back out there. So... The woman who answered the ad was staying at Don John's Hostel. The signage was very cute. Mm -hmm. But Brandy won't stay there. No. Don't even ask. Don't invite her. People might hear her fart, and that's not okay. (laughs) Deputy Marshal Perez. Oh, I think Deputy Marshal. I was. I don't think his first name is Marshal. I think his position is Deputy Marshal. All right. That's enough. I didn't go to Dartmouth, okay? (laughs) All right. This is how we find out, spoiler, that Simmons is not as prestigious as Dartmouth. I know it's shocking to everyone. Oh, it's super shocking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, eh, here we go. So he was the one who was going to walk into the hostel. The plan was that he would pretend to be just a random tourist and try to figure out ahead of time if this yoga instructor was actually Caitlin. So he walked in and saw two people sitting at a table. One was a woman with a bandage on her nose. Okay. She looked like Caitlin, but he couldn't be 100% sure. He needed to get a closer look, so he came up with a pretty good idea. He approached her, speaking in Spanish. Only Spanish. Okay. And she was like, oh, hang on, let me, you know, she gets out her phone, she gets Google Translate going. Mm -hmm. And in that time, that allowed him to get closer to her. And he saw that, yeah, her lips were swollen Some things look different. I mean, the hair, the nose, whatever. But he looked into her eyes and he's like, oh, my God, this is her. So they boom, arrested her. By that point, she'd been on the run for 43 days. Oh, my gosh. And how much how much plastic surgery had she had? Uh, Just a nose job. Just a nose job. Okay. Did she have a very distinct nose to begin with? You know, it's funny. Um. She actually did look different. Okay. Not wow. not hugely different. And I've, I'm not complimenting. Okay. But maybe a little. Mm-hmm. I, let me just say, I think she's a lot better at being on the run than you. I yeah, mean, they, yes. Yeah. Um, she made herself less attractive. Wow. Um, she, like... That, I'm sorry, that beautiful reddish blonde hair. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, hey, I've done some terrible shit. I really. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's still attractive, but it was like, 
okay, you do look like a different person. And yeah. even the little sneaky spy they'd sent to the yoga classes was like, oh, wow, if I'd seen this woman, I don't I'm, think I would have said wow. I found Caitlin. Wow. Yeah. So they took her back to Texas. You know, yeah. the jig is up. You're going to yeah. stay on trial. Her trial's three weeks out. And then Caitlin suffered a very real, not fake injury. What kind of injury? It's a super real one, so don't make that face. Okay. okay that so- is somehow going to delay her trial? <laughs> So Caitlin was taken to a doctor's appointment. And as she was being escorted out of the doctor's office, she made her escape. She just run off on foot? Like, Brandy. Did she have a bicycle? Did she have a bicycle stone? <laughs> it was, and she just out there pedaling for her life? <laughs> the video of this is hilarious. Okay, so she's handcuffed. Yeah. She's in this maroon top, black and white cartoony jail outfit underneath, being chased around by one very annoyed and not very coordinated man. Oh, no. In the video I watched, which it's not the full video. Mm -hmm. I would love to see the full video. This dude fell twice trying to get to her. Oh, no. That's... That's rough. She's handcuffed. That's going to bruise the knees and the ego. If it were me, I'd be like, I'm sorry, there's no footage of this. So let's, (laughs) you know, she actually didn't, she didn't escape. Actually, yeah, I I had no problems. Why are my pants all scraped? Don't worry worry about about it. it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, at one point she tried to scale a fence and she got pretty far, but then, you know, he got a little close. So she, you know, she's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, apparently at one point in this escape attempt, she shimmied out of her pants, her little black and white jail pants, and revealed she had these thermal leggings on underneath. So she was clearly, like, ready. Ready. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm sorry. This man's not good at catching (laughs) Leave this poor man alone. Okay. Anyway, he was. She was captured. <laughs> okay. okay they got her. Do we have right. to call in backup? I mean, I would have. Uh, yeah. The second time I hit the ground, yeah. I'd be like, mm, maybe, maybe I don't I need have some this. help here. I can't even walk up a bit of a hill. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Oh boy. Okay. On November first, twenty twenty-three, Caitlin's trial finally began. In his opening statement, Prosecutor Ricky Jones painted a picture of Moe's last moments. He said the last thing Mo did on this earth was scream in terror. Mm. The prosecution. That is powerful. He did a really good job with his opening arguments. She had no idea what what was going. I mean, how 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 could could you? Yeah. Yeah. She's just there thinking she's having fun, you know, about to go on a race like she she has no idea what she's walked into. Yeah. The prosecution brought forth evidence that Caitlin had left DNA on the handlebars and seat of Moe's bike. They talked about her fleeing the country, getting plastic surgery. They showed the jury video from Caitlin's attempted escape outside the doctor's office. Did they laugh when that one dude (laughs) took a tumble? I hope not. They're supposed to be professional, okay? (laughs) He told the jury, she's not just running from the sheriff's department. She's running from you and you and you and you, <gasps> and you. Oh, mm-hmm. that is also good. Colin took the stand and talked about his relationship with Caitlin. He yeah, was, what the fuck he have to say? 
I mean, I do feel kind of bad because I've been talking about what a douche he is. He's not the murderer. I know he's not. I know. Yeah, he's not the murderer. He's. All right, fine. Um, I'll give Colin a break. Yeah, I think he's kind of a Peter Pan guy. He likes peanut butter? No, Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm kind of a Jif girl myself. All right. <laughs> Doesn't want to grow up? Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's kind of a smuckers fella, you know? (laughs) Covered in jelly. You know, he took the stand, talked about his relationship with Caitlin. It'd been off and again, on again. That's Mm -hmm. not how people say it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Choosy moms choose Jif, as they say. (laughs) He said that even when they were broken up, they still lived together. And Caitlin would get very jealous about him talking to other women. Mm Mm-hmm. He said that he and Mo had a short fling. Curious to know if Caitlin knew they were breaking up during that time period. I'm kind of curious, too. She didn't take the stand. Okay. But then it became professional. In a social media post, he said that they had a like romantic thing for like a week, and then it became platonic and professional. So, Okay. He and Caitlin got back together, but he still talked to Mo, but he didn't list her as Mo in his phone because he didn't want to fight with Caitlin about it. Mm-hmm. One of Caitlin's former friends said that at one point she asked Caitlin what she would do if she found out that Colin was dating someone else. And Caitlin told her, I would kill her. Holy shit. Yeah. So there were a lot of expert witnesses too. DNA, firearms, IT nerds. The IT component was important because the prosecution's position was that Caitlin had been tracking Mo using this app called Strava. It's, is it like a cycling app? Yeah. So athletes use it to, to track their miles. Yeah. So Caitlin knew exactly where Mo was. She was probably tracking Colin, too. She had all his passwords. She had his Instagram account. Yeah. She could have very easily known where they were. Yeah. But defense attorney Jeffrey Purrier pointed out that there was no direct evidence that showed Caitlin was at the scene of the crime. He told the jury... Not one witness saw Caitlin Armstrong allegedly commit this murder. Defense attorney Rick Coffer said that Caitlin only fled the country not because of her guilt, but because she was scared. He told the jury, Do you think she might have been concerned a little bit that her boyfriend had killed someone? Fear results in fight or flight, and it was flight. Hmm. The defense did their best to argue that Caitlin had run out of fear, not out of guilt. And they said that the scientific evidence against her wasn't very strong. For example, the prosecution brought in this expert who had examined the gun. And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, Caitlin's gun was what was used to kill Mo. And, you know, the defense was like, so this isn't exact. And the expert had to admit, yeah, this is kind of subjective science mm-hmm. uh, they also I watched a little bit of their opening argument and they talked about you know the possibility that someone else did this of course yeah in his closing argument the defense told the jury that the only thing against Caitlin Armstrong was a bunch of circumstantial evidence he said there's a lot of sizzle but there's not much steak oh I like that points for cuteness yep but the jury deliberated for like two hours. Yeah. They found her guilty. Yeah. And they sentenced her to 90 years. Wow. At that point, Mariah's mother, Karen Wilson, took the stand to read a victim impact statement. And she did a beautiful job. Um, 
I think partly because she pointed out how senseless this all was. Yes. She told Caitlin, what you did was selfish and cowardly. She said, quote, it was cowardly because you never chose to face her woman to woman in a civil conversation. She would have listened. She was an amazing listener. She would have cared about your feelings. You killed her earthly body, but her spirit is so very much alive. And you can never change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about, hey, what are you doing with my boyfriend? Or how about, hey, boyfriend? Yeah. What are you doing with Within other women? Women, yes. Yes. Just straight to murder. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know you feel stupid because you're so invested in this relationship and he's not invested in you, but that's not anyone's problem. No. That's your problem with him. Yep. And you can fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, this was so senseless, so stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a shame to think of what someone as bright and talented as Mo could have done with her life. Yeah. Or what should have been the yes, rest of her life. Absolutely. But the cool thing is that her family has set up a foundation in her name. And now one of the trails up in Kingdom Trails in northern Vermont is now called Mariah's Ascent. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And that's the story of the murder of Mo Wilson. That is... I hated it because it's so It's so senseless. It's so senseless. The prosecutor brought up a good point in 48 Hours because, like, I'd kind of wondered about the bike thing. And he's, you know, he said, you know, obviously there are a couple theories, but one that he mentioned that I kind of thought, yeah, that makes sense. He said, you know, it's kind of like that third shot Mm -hmm. standing over her, shooting her in the chest. Yeah. This is like... I'm going to overkill you, and then yeah. I'm going to take the thing you love, and I'm going to throw, throw it. it in the bushes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What? I mean, that is wild to me. Yeah. Wow. I, I, those types of crimes I just don't understand. No, like, hell No. How do you get directly to murder? Yeah. No idea. No. Wow. Yeah, I only knew, I knew bits and pieces of that. I didn't know. I figured you would, this seemed like one that you would have known a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I knew she went, okay, I knew that she was murdered by another cyclist Mm -hmm. and that the cyclist went on the run. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. That's what I knew. <laughs> All right. Did you know she stayed in hostels? I did. not That was God. brand new information. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Facebook takes you down every time. That's a lesson to, right. to any fugitives out there, I guess. <laughs> should we do another ad? We should do another ad. Doodaloo. Kristen, mm-hmm. if I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I would have had the same exact answer if you would have asked me this question before I started using rocket money. I 
thought I knew, I would have been so wrong Mm -hmm. because Rocket Money will help you get all of your subscriptions in one place, show you what you're paying for them, show you if you have any duplicates. It's a really great thing that they do. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, and if you see something you don't want, you can cancel it with a tap, and you never have to get on the phone with customer service. Yeah. That is... Because we can't all be David. (laughs) That is the highlight right there. Rocket Money has more than 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. I think I was supposed to say $500 million, but you got the idea. Yeah, I think everyone got it. Yeah. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash LGTC. That's rocketmoney.com slash LGTC. Rocketmoney.com slash LGTC. And we're back from the ad. Doodaloo. Doodaloo. My goodness. Should we do some questions from the Discord? It's been so long. It has been so long. Oh, okay. We've got to start here because I have to talk about it. Poo Poo Butterface wants to know what Super Bowl snacks are on tap for Sunday. Oh, folks, if you haven't heard, and I guess by the time you hear this, the game will have already happened, so I'll either be happy or sad. But Mm. my beloved Chiefs have made it back to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Calm down. I'm very excited. Uh I talk shit on this team all year out of love. I love this team so much. But the whole year I was like, they keep playing like this. They're not making it to the Super Bowl again. They're they're just counting us out for the Super Bowl this year. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, they got their shit together kind of at the end of the season. And here we are headed to the Super Bowl. Let's hear it for the boys. I'm so excited. You have not answered the question. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, okay, honestly, haven't haven't decided on the Super Bowl snacks. I can talk about what I made. You just saw for Super last Bowl in the question. I just want to talk, like, wanna... <laughs> talk about the Super Bowl. I'm so uh-huh. excited that the Chiefs are going to play again. Last game for the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. I made Little Smokies. Mm-hmm. Picked up some fresh guacamole from oh, this little, oh, this shut little Hispanic up. market that just opened in my in my shopping strip with my uh-huh. where my salon is. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. It's delicious. At this, look at this woman. It's delicious. What else did I make? Casey and James came over. She brought like a, a meat and cheese tray. Yeah. Like a like a crackers and cheese thing. All right, we get not you. like deli meat. Yeah. I no one was worried. Okay. Yeah. She brought over a Lunchable, just popped the top and off. And then I made oatmeal scotchies. Oh, you make Fresh amazing. Fresh oatmeal scotchies at game time. Mm. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. What do you got? You got I know you're going, to, you're going to a Super Bowl thing. What are you, what are you taking? You got to take I don't know. I, I do a panicked oh, okay. last minute thing. Right. I've been baking cakes for the last couple oh, times. Well, you have to do that again. You can't fuck it up, Kristen. Okay, fine. I'll Bake do a it cake. Again. All right. My God. <laughs> Oh, Not A Good Day at Derby asks, have you listened to Court Junkie? Would you use it as a resource? Oh, yeah. Yes, and have. Yeah, I like yes. Court Junkie. Court Junkie is wonderful, and I have used it as a source on, I believe, multiple episodes Yeah, before. so why don't you pay attention no, no, to the no, podcast? No, I don't mean it like Bitch. that. No, I don't mean it like that. But, <laughs> so, like, we don't always sh- shout out all of our sources at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have a list of sources with each episode that's way longer than what we talk about on the show. And so mm-hmm. I have used that podcast as a source multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's your dirty little secret. So no, you keep it. <laughs> no, keep it's not it a secret at all. It's an excellent podcast. Mm. Ooh, Amber the Buy Disney Adult wants to know what's the best snack cake? I favor zebra cakes. Mm. I do like a zebra cake. Well, who doesn't, really? Um, but Swiss rolls are my favorite. 
Do you want to tell people how you eat them? I believe that people probably already know. But no yes. one okay. memorizes this right. insanity like you do. Okay. You take out, first of all, I have to tell you that I was 37 years old when I learned that they are called Swiss rolls and not Swiss cake rolls. Mm. I've called them Swiss cake rolls my entire life. How humiliating. And Dave was like, why are, why are you calling them that? And I was like, how often do you two That's discuss Swiss rolls? <laughs> and he's like, no, they're called Swiss rolls. And I was like, no, they're called Swiss cake rolls. And then he had to show me the box. And I. How'd you handle that? Yeah. You handled it wonderfully. Being Thank wrong. You. You know, it's really. <laughs> anyway, so this is what you do. Okay. You, you, you've you got, you, you open the package. You got your two yeah, Swiss you, rolls Yeah, you're not there. skipping a step. Okay. okay you, you open grab, the package. You grab one Swiss roll off of the little cardboard mm-hmm, thingy. Mm-hmm. You flip her over. Okay. okay. Oh, gender. Okay. You will see a seam of chocolate running down the underneath sure. of this Swiss roll. You remove that. It typically comes off in one solid piece. Mm-hmm. Just pop that right in your mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, that will create a flap on the edge mm-hmm. where the outer coating of chocolate has started to come off. Mm-hmm. You work with that. You start peeling off that chocolate, mm, ingesting it. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Each tiny morsel. So Which good. hole do you put it in? The, your mouth hole. Oh, okay. okay. I just want to make sure this is very okay. specific. You do that until you're left with chocolate only on the two ends. How okay? long does it take you to eat? It takes a minute. Okay. You then those come off pretty easily, usually in one piece as well. You eat the ends. And then you unroll the Swiss roll <laughs> and you eat it. It, it. it depends on how you're feeling. Sometimes I just, you know, pick a piece off and eat it in mm-hmm. chunks. Sometimes I kind of unroll it, eat the cream out and then eat the cake disgusting do you use a spoon or your fingers my fingers oh god the humanity yeah well i'm glad we've explored this thoroughly and then lather rinse repeat with your second swiss roll Uh uh-huh because they are twin wrapped my friends (laughs) twin wrapped what does that mean that's what they say on the box 12 twin wrapped rolls (laughs) huh okay yeah i do know i know i get it six in there yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, I guess I'd never paid that much attention to the packaging. You don't read all of your packaging I, as thoroughly as I do. I guess, well, how thoroughly do you read it? You called it a Swiss cake that, That's true. That's My true. God. My whole life has been a lie. Uh-huh. You have a favorite, right. you have a favorite snack cake, Kristen? Um, not really. <laughs> I mean, what's not to like? Although, oh. I don't like those weird crunchy things. Those star crunch. Star crunch? Yeah, not a favorite. They're not my favorite. No, they're no one's favorite. Yeah. That's why they're... Lisa likes those a lot. My stepmom, she loves loves star crunch. Well, someone's got to keep those things I mean, they've been on the market forever. I think people are buying them. It's just Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa's keeping star crunch alive. Uh Uh-huh. I'm afraid so. Possibly. What? I go by Peggy says, my boyfriend thinks you don't need to wash the strainer after you strain your pasta. Well, he's wrong. My question is, would you like to tell him he's wrong? Pasta water leaves a film. People think about the film. Yes. No, it is dirty. You have filtered dirty pasta water through there. It has to be washed. Okay. Okay. I know what's going on here. This man knows it's dirty. He's just being lazy and he's pretending. All right. Don't don't allow this weaponized incompetence to rule your household. That's right. No, the strainer must be washed. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Brandy, I think it's time for some Supreme Court inductions. And boy, do we have a lot of them. We sure do. We are reading your names and your first celebrity crushes. Kelsey Plattscore. Jesse McCartney. 
Cynthia Cinderama Beckley. John John from 1970 Sesame Street. <laughs> Goldie Lurks. Andy Gibb. Cherry. Taylor Hansen. Chelsea. Zach Hansen. Oh my gosh, so much Hansen love. Nellie. Aladdin. Steve-O. Kendall Schmidt from Big Time Rush. It's a band, but oh, I don't know who okay. Kendall Schmidt is. All right, very good. Kimberly Russell. Burt Reynolds. Ooh, a hairy man. All right, I calm down. <laughs> Alexis Van Sky. Chris Evans. Livy. Jake Gyllenhaal. Dee Balstra. Mark Hamill. Lauren. John Stamos. Tilly Stoltz. Zach Efron. Caitlin. JTT. Keely Flowers. Michael J. Fox. Lynn. David Cassidy. Elisa. Josh Brolin. Amanda Sutcliffe. Leo DiCaprio. Mackenzie. Jesse McCartney. Crystal Sheffield. Heath Ledger. Gina. Billy the Blue Power Ranger. <laughs> Chris. George Michael. Adriana. Nat Wolf from the Naked Brothers Band. Naked Brothers. It was a, like a Disney band. It's not. Why was it named? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> April Depinette. Aaron Carter. Emma. The Beast. Don Kalinsky. Will Smith. Sarah. David Duchovny. Kristen Rabb. Nick Carter. Laura's a ho no mo. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis. Megan. Jonathan Jackson. Marcy Knight. Andy Garcia. Carly Joe. Bill Pullman. Jade. Troy Aikman. Jasmine. Danny Phantom. Samantha J. Orlando Bloom. Leah Lowry. Prince Eric. Joe Cranky Pants. <laughs> Joe Elliott. Marissa Moreno. Freddie Highmore. LJ. Donnie Wahlberg. Hope Reed. Leo DiCaprio. Lindsay. Eddie Furlong. Daniela Z. Ponyboy Curtis. Julia Frank Sofalo. Danny Phantom. Tabitha. Ash from the cartoon Pokemon. Amy Hamrick. Rob Lowe. Caitlin McKay. Leo DiCaprio. Hannah C. Vigo Mortensen? Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> Bex Zeta. Mike Myers. Heidi Christensen. Jonathan Knight. Cricket Summer. The lady on the cover of Godsmack's self-titled album. Okay, sure. <laughs> I wish you'd be more specific. Yeah. Lucy Clement. Zac Efron. Jenna Sherry. Christopher Maloney. Amber Power. Jordan Knight. Melanie Rodriguez. JTT. Sheena. Mulder. He made me believe. <laughs> Jenny Jones. Jordan Knight. Mary Mahan. Steve Martin. Andrea. Fred and George Weasley. Greedy. <laughs> Connie. Andy Gibb. Amy Slade. Eric Estrada. Josh. Carlos Pena. Casey. Gavin Rosdale. Brienne. Donnie Wahlberg. K Mahoney 1228. <laughs> All right, Danny from New Kids on the Block. Melissa Batchelder. Jeremy Sumter. Lisa Valentine. Mary Tyler Moore. Allie Mertens. JTT. Jessica Rowe. Taylor Hansen. Crystal Price. Jared Leto. Heather. Eric Von Deaton. Zachary McVeigh. Dana McKellar. Julie Godsey. Jordan from New Kids on the Block again. Mackenzie Haney. Aaron Carter. Jenny Gabehart. Johnny Depp. Mandy Seafried. Josh Hartnett. Beth Kay. Luke Perry. Jackie. Prince. Jackie Pfeiffer. Jordan Knight. Carolyn. Leonardo DiCaprio. Welcome! Welcome.
Welcome, welcome all of you to, to the holy people to the Supreme Court. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, all of you, for all of your support. We appreciate it so much. If you're looking for other ways to support us, please find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to join us next week when Brandy will be an expert on a whole new topic. Podcast adjourned. And now for a note about our process. For this episode, I read a bunch of stuff, then regurgitated it all back up in my very limited vocabulary. So I owe a huge thank you to the real experts. I got my info from the 48 Hours episode, Capturing Mariah Wilson's Killer, and an article by Ian Parker for The New Yorker titled A Murder Royals the Cycling World, plus reporting from ABC News. Any errors are, of course, ours, but please don't take our word for it. Go read their stuff. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.